Don't understand people who say they lack motivation in life, because I'll make this extremely clear. If you're not pushing and striving for something, life is so mundane. I've always had this problem with literal crippling perpetual boredom. I was bored. I had no money. I'm, I'm carrying boxes of ice. I'm a smart guy. I'm not playing chess anymore, right? This is, I'm 34 now, so this is quite a few years ago. It's before the internet, before Facebook was all big and nothing. What do you do with your life? What's there to do? I thought, the only, I need to do something which drains me so that I can go to sleep at night without frustration. And if I kickbox, if I run three miles to the gym and then fight for three hours and run three miles home, at least I can sleep. I, I literally couldn't sleep. I, I, I wouldn't say it's ADHD, but I was just frustrated. And then on top of that, I've always had this huge frustration in regards to money, even though I was poor. I'd grow up around a bunch of other poor kids and we'd be walking to school or walking to college and a Ferrari would drive past and they'd go, oh, cool, Ferrari. And I'd say, doesn't that annoy you? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'd be like, he knows he's hacked the matrix. Don't you see? How does he have 400 grand for a car? He knows something we don't know. Well, aren't you annoyed that there's people out there living a lifestyle that we can't ever aspire to? We're never going to work in a job and pull this off. Doesn't this bother you? And they all be like, no. But me, it was, I was always angry. I was always angry, not angry in a go to jail way, but just in a, I was angry. I was like, something isn't right. Something doesn't add up. So I, kickboxing was my answer. I just started kicking, kicking people's ass and I just felt a little bit better. That was kind of how it worked. At what point did you realize you were like world-class at this? So when I, my first day in the gym, I walk in my coach, it was four Bosnian men, men. I was a child. It was four Bosnian men in this tiny little terrible gym. It was not like a commercial gym or a commercial class. And he said, can you fight? And I said, yeah, I've done karate for a few years that I got knocked clean out on my first day, of course. And I guess they expected me to never come back, but I kept coming back. And my coach said to me, look, after about a year, he said, look, I want to put you into a fight. And he took me down to a town called South End on Sea. And my first fight wasn't kickboxing. My first fight was actually MMA. And it must have been a little over a year because I was 18. And I was fighting a 24-year-old security doorman. And uh, being a stupid American, I thought pounds and kilos were the same because I weighed in at like 82 pounds. He weighed in at like 90. No, I weighed in at 82 kilo. He weighed in at 90 kilo, which is an eight kilo difference, which is almost like 20 pounds. And I was like to my coach, is that a big difference? He's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I was like, okay. But thinking back, a 20 pound difference, a big difference in fighting, right? And I got in there and I won. I, I didn't win necessarily through skill, but I just kept going and I just outgassed him. And towards the end, I'm just on top of him, just punched him in the face, right? And I'm only 18 years old. So from there, my coach was like, okay, you have some potential. And I knew for a long time, it was I believed it was my only way out because like, like once again, before the internet and stuff, I'm going to college, I finished college. I don't believe in university because I'm too smart to get in debt for formal education. I'm too smart for that job. So I finished college. I'm working these sales jobs. I was always a good salesman. So I'm working sales jobs. I'm bringing in, you know, 3,000, 4,000 a month, whatever. But I, I thought my only way to get rich, rich is fighting. I couldn't think of another way to get rich. And I didn't fight only to get rich, but I saw light at the end of the tunnel. So that's all I wanted to do was just fight, fight, fight. And so at what point do you go fight for the first world championship? So I fight for my first ever world championship on two days notice. So I'm in Slovakia. There was a town. I'm going to tell everyone now on this podcast, I'm going to give the secret away. If you go, if you're bored right now, if you're watching this on the internet, load up Google Maps, right? And there's a town called Kosice, K-O-S-I-C-E. And it's on the opposite end of Slovakia to Bratislava. So Bratislava is the capital, and then you have Kosice on the other side. It's four and a half hours drive from Bratislava. It's about four hours drive from Warsaw and about four hours drive from Budapest. It's in the middle of nowhere. But all the villages and all the towns, everyone around this little town, every hot girl within about 400 square kilometers lived in this town. Because there's no, there was nowhere else to go, right? And they were all there. And when I was going there, this is pre-EU. They didn't have the Euro. 
And me and Tristan used to go there on holiday because we would clean up. And when I say clean up, Tristan's your brother. My brother. And when I say clean up, I don't mean clean up like you clean up on holiday with some in Mexico. I mean clean up with tens, like supermodels. It was unbelievable. And a beer is like 30 cents. And we're the only men there who speaks English. So I was in Kashitse, and then I got a phone call from Amir saying his world title fight in two days. I was literally drunk at the time. And Who's was, Amir? Amir's my coach, sorry. Okay. He's a Bosnian Muslim. He fought me in the South Conflict. Got shot six times and didn't die. That's Amir, right? So he's still like a father to me today. And uh, I must have been crazy. I was like, okay. I, I, I can't explain, and I want to say this in, in a way where it's truly understood. When I say I didn't give a shit if I lived or died, I don't mean that in a sad, suicidal way. I mean that in an empowered, charging at the gunfire. Back then, I didn't think I had anything that really made me really give a shit about living. Not, not in a, not in a do-to-do sad way, just in a, let's go out in a, in a blaze of glory then. I'm, I'm not rich, I don't have nothing. I'm just banging girls in Slovakia. Who is this guy? So it was against the French world champion. Jean-Luc Benoit was his name. And the opponent pulled out and they needed a guy on two days notice. And I had to lose six kilos, which is around 13 or 14 pounds in two days. So is that easy or hard? That's hard, bro. 13 pounds in two days is a long way to lose. So I just started, stopped eating, stopped drinking, sitting in saunas, spitting all, all the water, just dying. Finally made weight, went to France, fought him 12 rounds. My first ever 12 round fight as well, fought him. And uh, they gave the decision to him, but I was wrong. I beat him. And he, I beat him. I beat him. I didn't knock him out, but I beat him. And uh, is this one of the four world championships, or this is the offense? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, well, it should be. Yeah, but the tape was so convincing. We the tape was actually sent off to the ISKA, the fighting organization, and they commanded they demanded a rematch. That's they knew I won, right? Okay. Look, he's France. It was he's French. He was in France, and and fighting has a lot of politics to it. You have to understand. I mean. UFC is UFC, the real big ones, but outside of the smaller ones, it makes more sense for the French promotion of a French champion. They'll sell a lot more tickets and a lot more pay-per-views with a French champion. So basically, either you knock him out or it's going to go down. It's kind of like that, right? Um, so they commanded a rematch, and I rematched him seven months later and knocked him out in the eighth, and I became world champion. Okay. Why keep going once you've won? There's always a new mountain to climb. I mean, that's kind of that's a good question because that's also kind of the reason I quit because it was like, why keep going? Well, there's always someone new to fight. And I'm still not financially where I want to be. And I don't know what else I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep going, right? So I fought again. I beat another Frenchman. And then I fought again. I beat uh, two Dutch guys uh, to become four-time world champion. But one day I woke up and I was like, is becoming five-time world champion going to improve my life? I mean, I've already got, do I need five belts? How, how much money do they pay for these fights? Bucks, three thousand bucks, two thousand bucks. It doesn't even. You need to work on the side. You're giving up all your free time to get punched in the face. Like it's a terrible decision. Like I don't know why I decided to do it. But eventually, once I was world champion, I'd, I'd get like a hundred grand to fight. But I'd give twenty percent to my manager. Then the UK with the UK taxes, 50 percent would disappear. And sometimes you only fight twice a year or whatever. I was certainly not rich. I didn't consider so myself. You get like rich. thirty to forty percent of Yeah, and and I didn't consider myself rich. Like 30, 40 grand chunks, but twice a year, maybe three times a year. Living in London, London rents, need a car. You try, you know, like you're not rich in any way. And that's actually the reason I retired because I woke up one day and I thought I'm giving six hours a day of absolute focus and energy to this. And I believe I'm smart enough that if I put that much tenacity into something else, I can be a multimillionaire. I truly believe that. I was like, I've realized now I've reached a pinnacle of kickboxing. My choice is either to change over to MMA, 
which I was offered to do earlier in my career, but at the time, the kickboxing contract paid more money. I had to pay the bills, so I went kickboxing. Change over to MMA, learn to wrestle, change over to UFC, blah, blah, blah. But this is also like seven, eight years ago where even the UFC didn't pay the money it pays now. Mm-hmm. But oh. it, the UFC still doesn't pay that much money from what I understand. No, if you're like top five or champion, yeah. But most of the dudes you're going to see there in the prelims, they're getting 10 grand to fight, nine grand to fight. It's, not, it's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be like starting my career all over again. And at the age of 28, I thought, I don't have the gumption to start again. I, I, I've done, I've been through hell for this. I've broken my hand eight times. My ribs have been broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to do this all over again. So so what do you do when you realize that, hey, maybe I don't want to keep fighting? I real, I decide to get rich, Rich. What, friend, what does that mean to you? When, when, you sit, when you're sitting there, you're getting, you know, $30,000, $40,000 kind of net on a per fight basis. Is rich to you like, hey, I want a couple hundred thousand dollars, a million bucks, $20 million, a billion dollars? I want, I want 30 or 40000 every month. Thirty or 40000 every month. So about half a million bucks a year. Yeah. Take. Okay. I thought if I had that much money, I could do whatever I want. Okay. That's what I decided. So I what's step do. one that you do? So step one is, maybe that's how we ended up here together, my friend. Step one is, I tried, decided to be very logical about it. Chess player, right? So I was like, I want money. What is money? 